Coming up this week on You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark, I'm going to take you on tours through Heathrow, Winter Park, Maitland, and I'm also going to tell you how to get that pre-approval letter before you go find your next house. Stick around. It's You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark. Welcome to another edition of You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Thank you for spending some of your weekends here with us and happy weekend to you. Whether you're a first time home buyer, a seasoned investor, or you're just looking to upsize or downsize, these next 30 minutes are designed to help you. Think about it like we're gonna take you on a trip through many open houses, all from your living room, with attorney advice the entire way. If you have any questions about anything you see on today's program, give me a call directly 407-205-0400. That's 407-205-0400. Or visit the website, youhavepower.com. Now, as you begin this house hunt, you're going to need to get a pre-approval letter. Let me explain what that means. No one's going to let you put an offer in on their house and, and lock up that listing unless they really are confident that you can actually buy it. So that's why you need to get a pre-approval letter before you even start really looking for a house. And to do that, you need to go talk to a mortgage company. Now, there's this big misconception out there, I think, with a lot of people who say, well, you know, I have my checking account over here at this bank or I have my savings account at this bank, so I'm just gonna get a mortgage through them. This concept really makes me a little bit nervous, and let me tell you why. First of all, these big box banks, so to speak, oftentimes don't have your best interest at heart. They're really there to just try to make money or put you in this one particular product as opposed to searching the entire web of mortgage companies and lenders to find the best rate and the best deal possible for you. So be very, very careful about who you use. I recommend using a, a local lender or broker who's actually going to shop this around for you and find you the best possible rate, the best possible deal. And people come up to me all the time now too and say, look, Justin, there's no way I can buy a house. I'm going to keep renting because I don't have 40% to put down. I don't have 30% to put down. You don't need that big of a down payment anymore. I mean, we're back to the days of, you know, three and a half to 5% even depending on your credit, income, other, other factors, can really get you back in the business of home ownership. So don't let the, the being scared about the down payment make you not want to go purchase a house. Because look, we talked about it last week. The rental market in Central Florida is out of control. For the same house, every single time, I can almost guarantee you to pay rent for the house is going to be more than the mortgage that you're actually going to pay. If you have any questions about getting a pre-approval letter so you can go on that house search, I want you to give us a call, 407-205-0400 or the website, youhavepower.com. Call that number and I can very likely hook you up with someone who can give you a pre-approval letter, maybe even today. Maybe we start that house hunt today. Again, 407-205-0400. Now it's time to go on a journey together through several different listings, several different cities. I'm going to bring in a good friend of mine, excellent realtor, Vivian Lehman. Hello, Vivian. How are you? I'm very well and honored to be here. So I don't know if you know this or not, Vivian, but you were my first ever agent when I first moved to Central Florida about, I don't know, over a decade ago. And uh, so thank you. We bought that, uh, the condo downtown together, which of course I had a baby, so I was forced to move to the suburbs now, but yeah. uh, I definitely had a good time in Thornton Park, but you were my first ever agent so you know been friends ever since of course and i think we did our first short sale together too (laughs) probably so yeah absolutely 
So, but it leads me to the question, Vivian. So when I am looking for a real estate agent, whether I'm looking to list my property or go buy something, what am I looking for? You're looking for someone that has experience, very honestly. You know, somebody that knows the market, knows the neighborhoods. You know, I, I think the biggest thing that I like to do is getting to know my buyer, too. Right. I think that's very important. And do I want to find an agent who's maybe has a side job doing other things? Or am I, am I really looking for someone that this is their, their life mission, their, their career is being a realtor? I think I'm biased on this one, but definitely full-time. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay. Now, as a homeowner, there's this whole dichotomy about when you go to list a property, right? Because you know, there are some homeowners who are looking to sell who might have unreasonable expectations, so to speak. You know, maybe they think their house is worth 400000 but you know, because you've done research, you're working in the market, that maybe it's only worth 200000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you really balance the dichotomy of you want to get the listing, you know, you don't want some other real estate agent to go tell them, oh, yeah, I can get you five hundred grand, knowing it's two hundred grand. But how do you really balance that when you go into a listing meeting or a listing appointment with a homeowner who's looking to sell because you want to be realistic with them but then you don't want to lose them as well how do you really balance those two i come in prepared with comparables you know i show them the numbers i kind of manage their expectations too at the same time you're still going to have the the buyer i mean the seller that's going to say it's worth so much more because I put so much more into it. I said, but it's not going to appraise for that, right. regardless of what you've put into it. You over-improve the home, you know. But I also tell them, I'm willing to put it at a price, but you and I are going to make a deal. You're going to agree to drop the price in two weeks if nobody shows up. <laughs> yeah, and they'll typically agree to that? Yes. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. What about this? I've been talking to a lot of people lately who are telling me that they're just the opposite of me, actually. They're, they're heading back downtown, maybe empty nesters. Maybe the kids have graduated high school. Again, I'm just the opposite. I have a six children and a one-year-old, so I left downtown. I'm in the suburbs now, but hopefully yeah. to get back downtown one of these days. Are you seeing a lot of empty nesters move back downtown, back to the cities? I'd say there's a small percentage of that, but then you get also the other ones that might want to go out to the villages. Yeah. You know, right. take advantage of that. So right, I guess. So. What do you think the hottest real estate market is right now as we sit in Central Florida? I think anything that is close to I-4. Any, and, you know, there's a lot of older homes. Investors are going for those older homes that want to, you know, uh, rehab them. And those are the people that are buying them, the rehabbed homes. All right, now we're going to take a little tour of some of your listings right now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see some pictures, so definitely stick around. We're going to tour some areas in Lake County. We're going to go up to Heathrow, and we're also going to hit Maitland. So we're going to get a nice little wide variety and different price points as Mm -hmm. well. Now, this first neighborhood, I know it well. Uh, We're going to go to Red Tail. Now, this is up in Lake County, and if if you know this whole area of 46 through Mm -hmm. kind of Sorrento there through Lake County, it's it's going bananas right now because yep. of that 417 connector the, or whatever the extension it's right. going absolutely crazy this community called red tail um has a golf course mm-hmm. beautiful homes Guard gated. And, and quite frankly it's not that far even though maybe you've never even been to lake county it's really not that far out of town so to speak no. tell me a little bit about this listing in red tail well this listing like you said the community itself in sorrento it has a pool it has a gym it has a golf course but this one we're pricing it at 429.9 it's on about half an acre. Um, there is a pool. There's been a lot of upgrades done to the home. And the golf course is spectacular. The clubhouse, gym, exercise, everything. Yeah, I've definitely played that golf course before. It's just, you're not that far out of town, but you feel like you're in a whole other world. Mm-hmm. There, there are 
horses everywhere. That's where some of those red are going to. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So Red yeah. Tail's a beautiful community. Yeah. So you said, how much was this one? Four twenty nine nine. Do you have any sort of little trick in your head when you think, okay, so if I bought a house at four hundred grand, how much would my mortgage payment be? Any sort of general trick that you have? I take the current interest rate and I don't take into account the PMI and everything else. Right. And I always say it's a rough draft of what the interest rate. So for every 100,000, if you have a 5% interest rate, figure you've got about 500. Okay. I mean, because you get that question all the time. Right. Now our programs are set up. So if I sh look up a house, I actually have a program in there to calculate and it puts into it PMI, interest, property taxes. So I can give them a true, Sure. this is what your payment might be. But still a very rough guide without PMI. And this is a rough guide. Mm -hmm. So if it's 400,000, I'm, th I'm thinking five or 600 bucks a month for every uh, 100,000. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So that's a good way to look at it. Then yeah. at least it gives you a rough, a rough estimate. Of course, you can go on the internet and do uh, the sure. mortgage calculator and that sort of thing. So if I'm buying a $400,000 house, I'm looking at maybe 2000 2300 a month something around there huh very rough I yes gotcha. well, that's not too bad i mean you know yeah. the mortgage rates being where they are now historically low still mm -hmm. i mean i think now is certainly the best time to buy that's a beautiful yeah. listing up in red tail if you have any questions about it give us a call 407-205-0400 you have power Com. Now we're going to head to Maitland? Yes. All right, Maitland let's go down to Maitland, a city I know well. I spend my other half of the time there because that's where my <laughs> office is. So tell me about this listing in Maitland. Maitland is also a great school district. You know, the area, lots of families there, lots of parks, lots of lakes. It's very close to Winter Park, close to downtown. So a lot of people really like going to Maitland. But Maitland, this one we have it priced at, I believe, 515 it's a five bedroom, uh, three baths. It has a pool. Um, it has lake access, a dock. So, oh, wow. Yeah, and there is no HOA on this one, which is really nice. Gotcha. So Maitland is sort of split uh, with Interstate 4. You know, mm -hmm. my office area and a lot yeah. of the commercial areas to the what west to the of west. I-4. And then so this would be on the east side. A lot of the residential is yeah. on the east. So it's right off of Horatio. Okay. So yeah. that is kind of like a Winter Park, Maitland sort of feel, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people that live there will probably even say that we live right next to Winter Park. Right. Okay. So that is a, a very, very nice area. How long yeah. has this one been on the market? This has been on the market for about three months. Okay. Good deal. And actually just came back on the market, fell through for financing. So I mean, it looks like a very, very well-kept house. I mean, yeah, that looks like an gorgeous. awesome place. So if you want to live sort of closer to town, yeah. I mean, this is a, a, a really a great spot, close to the restaurants of Winter Park, you mm -hmm. know, that Park Avenue area. That's a lot of fun down there. Yeah. So uh, I think that would be great for even a young family, I believe. Huh? Oh, yeah. Awesome. So now there's this little thing that, that most real estate agents might not want to tell you, but <laughs> it's called a pocket listing, you know, right. a listing that you know about, but it hasn't hit MLS yet. So it's something that you sort of have uh, you know, a little inside track on, so to speak. Right. But it really is a great way for someone who's looking to, to get a good deal, essentially, before it hits the open market. If you know that that realtor who has that relationship, this is the way to do it. Now we're going to go up to a neighborhood up in Seminole County, fantastic place right off of Markham Woods Road, Heathrow. Yes. I mean, you know, a lot of you know Heathrow. Uh, it's a gated very community, big community too. Uh, big community with a golf course, clubhouse, all that sort of thing. Tell me a little bit about this listing, Vivian Wayman. This listing, I call it my little sneak peek, but it's going to go on the market for 1.5. This one has. Um, it's 7,600 square feet, six bedroom, four and a half bath with a pool, open pool. It's absolutely gorgeous, redone. Now I've actually toured this house. I don't know if oh, you know that or not. Okay. So I've been inside of this house. The interior is absolutely amazing. I mean, it looks yeah. like the, the prior owner spent a million bucks on it. Mm -hmm. It is really 
an incredible home. And, and Heathrow's a huge neighborhood, but this is in a little sort of back area, almost like a state section, yeah, almost like a private area of Heathrow. So it's, it's a little uh, over an acre. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful home. So if you have any questions about that listing, any listing we've talked about on this program, give us a call 407-205. 0400. We'll also put these on the website as well. Youhavepower.com. Vivian Lehman, excellent job. You're going to stick around for the real estate roundtable, I hope, yes, right? Yes, sir. All right, we'll see you in Thank just you. a minute. Perfect. I mean, that was great and great listings. And I like how you had them in, in different areas mm-hmm. and different price points as well. Yep. Thank you for being here. Now, another good friend of mine is going to join us now. Mm-hmm. Peter Fatizi. Peter, how are you? I'm doing great, good to Justin. See you. Good, Thank you. Good old Irish name, huh? Uh, so they Fatizzi. say. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Peter, you've done a ton of short sales, maybe you know, more than more than most real estate agents for sure. You know, as, as have we at the law firm, of yes. course. Now, sometimes we call them a long sale, though, because short yes. sale is a little bit of a misnomer at times. I mean, explain exactly to our audience here what a short sale is. A short sale essentially is a property that's worth more, or I'm sorry, the the loan on it is uh, more than what the property is currently owed. The basically the homeowner uh, seller is upside down in the deal. So in order to sell it, you're going to have to mitigate and negotiate with these lenders or the banks to get a price point that they're going to be agreeable to and accept, you know, to go ahead and sell the property at that point. How long does a short sale normally take? Uh, it varies. It depends on the amount of debt that's hanging onto the property, how many loans, you know, what's going on with it. I mean, it could be really sticky. Um, on average, I can get them done within 90 days, sometimes less if it's maybe one loan that we're dealing with. If it's more than one or it has municipal liens or other kind of problems, HOA problems, could go on much longer. I've had short sales go on for up to a year. So I'm looking to buy a home for my family. Mm-hmm. Should I make an offer on a short sale? Absolutely, you should. And I mean, can you get good deals via short sale or what? Because you, you never know. You hear all these rumors that oh, well, it's going to take a year and the bank's just going to say no anyway. I mean, can, are there deals to be had via uh, short sale? Absolutely. I, some of my best deals have come from short sales. You just have to be patient. Right. You have to be willing to roll with the punches and you got to be with somebody that really understands what they're doing. If they don't negotiate or mitigate those deals properly, it could be an absolute disaster. There's a lot of realtors out there that shouldn't even be touching them if they don't really understand the process and the space. If I'm a homeowner and I'm still underwater, a lot of us are. I mm-hmm. mean, there are still a lot of homeowners mm-hmm. out there that are underwater. What are the benefits of me doing a short sale versus just letting the bank come take it? A lot of a lot of benefits. One, uh, get you out from under a deficiency judgment. The problem with short sales is you're already upside down. So let's say the property is worth maybe a hundred grand, but you owe two hundred. If you sell, if you let the bank take that in a foreclosure. You've got that $100,000 hanging over your head that the bank can come back and sock you with at some time as a judgment. Why would you want that? Why not mitigate with the bank, negotiate with them, have them approve a short sale, get you out of your deficiency judgment, possibly even get you some relocation monies if you're really not in a good spot at the time. Because a lot of people have lost jobs, problems, things come up. Get your head out of the sand. Do something with it. Because chances are I can get, and the other thing is with a short sale in two two to three years time frame, I can get you requalified to buy another house. I have tons of clients that have come back to me later on. What do you mean by relocation money? Well, it used to be that the federal government authorized HAFA and some other different programs at the time where the federal government would just voluntarily give you, you know, relocation funds up to as much as 10 grand 
at times, depending on who the bank was and what they were willing to do. Now, well, it had to be a Freddie or Fannie Mae back loan. But now that's gone away. They don't, they aren't doing that anymore. But some of the private lenders still are giving relocation monies. We're still getting anywhere from three to 10 grand from the bank now. The bank is offering this to the actual seller to do the short sale, to get out, help them kind of get on their feet to move forward into something else. So I'm underwater on my house. There's clearly no equity. If I do a short sale, who's paying the real estate agent? The bank pays the real estate agent. Beautiful. What about closing costs? I mean, so you're telling me I have to pay nothing? Pretty much. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, you're going to look at a HUD and it will say, you know, seller, you know, has all these costs and expenses, but essentially that's really the bank. And then it'll see a big fat zero on the bottom for the seller. They don't come to the table with anything. Yeah. So it's much better than getting foreclosed on. It's better for your credit. Just better all the way around. Don't ever, don't ever just get frustrated with the bank. Leave the keys on the table and say, I'm out of here. Don't get definitely go through the short sale process as opposed to getting foreclosed on. It's just better all the way around. You ready to do a tour? I'm All right, sure so, Let's so do Peter's going to take us through Winter Park, and then we're also going to see a property, a commercial property that, to me, looks like a fantastic investment right off of I-4. But let's start here in Winter Park, Peter. Tell me a little bit about this listing in Winter Park. This is a really uh, nice listing of mine. It was uh, basically uh, a distress sale. Uh, my client was an investor, came in, redid the entire property, turned out to be beautiful. Wow. Uh, head to toe, totally refinished. Two, um, it's 2244 Coventry. Uh, it's right off of uh, 434 and I and Winter Park. It's on the side closer to um, UCF area, and that it's kind of near Loma. So it's not in the heart of Winter Park, but uh, it's in a great area, good location near 50. Um, a lot of you know venues in the area. Uh, beautiful home, literally completely redone. This is a brand new home. There is nothing that hasn't been done in this property. What is the list price? Uh, 286 on this house. Oh, good. So I mean, it's relatively affordable. I mean, yes. you can't go rent an apartment. For what you're going to pay on the mortgage on something at that price, you really can't. Two twenty six. No. Think in terms of two eighty six. I mean, at two eighty six. Yeah. Think in terms of you're going to pay maybe what seventeen, fifteen hundred, yeah. seventeen hundred bucks a month yeah. on your mortgage. I mean, if you go rent a two bedroom apartment in Central Florida, you're looking at fifteen hundred bucks easy, right? Yes. I mean, this is a great Absolutely. house, and it looks like you have to put nothing into it, no, no. work whatsoever. This, this is a this house has been done from top to bottom. Everything's brand new. I mean, this is like buying a brand new home. Concrete block, construction, solid. It's on a double lot. Uh, no HOA. Uh, you could, I mean, it's just a beautiful home. It really is. You know, people ask the question all the time about what does a pool have to do with the price of my home? Does a pool positively or negatively affect the value of a home, in your opinion? Um, it Back in the day, I think a pool had a lot more merit to a property. Uh, because I've dealt with so many foreclosure properties in the day and things of this nature, they don't really factor in nearly as much as they used to. Now, right. uh, Vivian had that beautiful property over in Heathrow. Now, a pool and a property like that, you know, custom you have to, done. Almost. Yeah, and that's going to make a big difference. But when you're dealing in that price point, I feel anyway, uh, in these ranges, I don't think it makes as much of a difference. No, if it's a custom pool, yes, possibly. But if it's a regular pool, no. Sure. But you're in Florida. People like pools. So I think it adds to the appeal of the house for somebody that wants to have one. But I don't think it factors in. I mean, I think back in the day we used to say maybe 25 grand if you had a pool. <laughs> right. I don't see that like that anymore. I like to look at my pool. I like never get in it. But I like to, if I didn't have it, I would feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Right. I, and that's the weirdest idea, but I like to look at it. I really do. So well, I guess maybe I'm an idiot. Who well, knows? no, you're not an idiot. I grew up in a in a nice house with a pool, and my whole 
<laughs> growing up time frame was just basically maintaining and cleaning it. And I think that's what happens. People get pools and then all of a sudden they don't want to take care Got of it. it. So if you're an investor, this next property, I mean, this looks like an incredible investment opportunity. Yes. Tell me about this property, Peter Fatizzi. Well, this is not currently, this is almost going on the market. Oh, probably pocket about, listing. Uh, yeah, back to the pocket listing. Yeah. I, I love pocket uh, listings. This, this came, is the way to buy right yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> this came from an attorney friend of mine. It's a it's an estate sale. It's a beautiful piece. It's right off of I-4 and Parr Street, 175 East Parr. And um, I mean, they have the Magruder Eye Clinic right across the street. I mean, you can't ask for a better location. Uh, something like this just doesn't come across, come around too often. You can see where they're doing all the um, construction work on I-4. Obviously, we all are if we live in Central Florida. But you know, it's just going to be prime. It's prime location. And um, you know, right now it's got an old gas station that was on it that's been converted to, believe it or not, a little flower shop. Right. Uh, the owner really doesn't. Um, hasn't been doing much with it. He's let a friend use that as a flower shop for the time being. But I think you could easily put a nice gas station, maybe a CVS, Walgreens, you know, right on the corner like that. Can you imagine yeah. just coming right off of I-4? Plus that uh, the, uh, the sign there um, is also potentially for sale. It's not, oh, it really? doesn't go with the property, but that's a, an incredible piece for advertisement purposes as well. And again, how much do you think you're going to ask for that one? Do you know? It's going to be between uh if you can't say yet you can't say but it's gonna be in the million range let's just put it that way i mean right off of i4 i mean that's sounds like a pretty good deal to me uh yeah i mean i haven't i mean i'll be honest with you we're we're still kind of bantering around with price but i mean right right now the owner is willing to uh look into you know anything he's ready to sell so would love to entertain something on that peter fatizzi thanks for being here if you have any questions about peter's listings give us a call 407-205-0400 it's 407-205-0400 we will also be putting these right on the website you have power.com. Are you two ready for the real estate roundtable? Absolutely. Let's do it. So this is the time where we take your questions live on the air. If you want us to answer your questions on the air, all you have to do is go to the website and you can contact me directly from there. You have power.com. Enter your question and we may answer them right here on you have real estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Question number one comes from Dallas in Lake Mary. What is PMI? Vivian Lehman. PMI is what the lender will charge you. It's a mortgage insurance. And so what happens is if you purchase a home and you put down less than 20%, that's the average of what they're going to charge you as far as mortgage insurance. Is there any way to get rid of PMI? Yeah. How do you do it? You Once you get to the payments or if you put down 20% okay. on your deal. Any idea how long, let's say I, I only want to put down a very small amount of money at the three and a half percent. Do you know how long I have to wait? Even if the value goes way up, do I have to wait like a year, two years? Do you know? It's closer to five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. So, it, and it all depends on the values. I mean, if you know in three years that your value is greater than that 20%, then you can call the bank and say, I want an appraisal done and get it done. All right. Peter Fatizzi, Katie Mountdora asked me, should I stay away from purchasing purchasing a house that's in a homeowners association? Um, not necessarily, no. If you like, uh, if you want something that's a little more manicured and kept up and maybe you have a little bit control over what your neighbors are doing in the uh, potential HOA association there, it might not be a bad deal. If you're the kind of person that wants to be able to do whatever you want on your property and be able to put what you want on your property and 
maybe not have any issues whatsoever and have complete <laughs> privacy, then right. I would say avoid an HOA at all costs. Yeah. So it really just depends on the clientele, what you're looking for, and, and what you want to do. No, HOAs can be good. You know, if you want to go duck hunting in your backyard, you know, or have bonfires in HOAs, probably not for you. Not a good idea, no. But if you just want to live in a regular neighborhood where, you know, your neighbors are, are kind of tight, it's it's not always the worst thing. No, it, it's not. It, Vivian Lehman, is there anything I can be looking for when I'm purchasing a house that I know is in an HOA to, to make sure that they're not super annoying or super aggressive? Is there any sort of tricks to make sure I'm not going into a bad HOA? Well, one of the things that we recommend is we'll always try to get a copy of the HOA rules. I, I think mm. your buyer, before he closes on anything, should look at what the rules yes, are. Yes, very if, much so. And if they can live with it. Right. <laughs> it's not, not yeah. a bad idea at all. Yeah. So Ray and Eustace ask, and this is for both of you, I see that the 417 connecting Lake County to the rest of the world, how is that going to affect my property values, Peter? <laughs> if anything, I think it'll cause your property values to go up substantially. I actually grew up in Lake County. Really? Yeah, I, was, I grew up in Mount Dora. Okay. So having that access point now is wonderful. I mean, it's kind of unusual for me. When, I, In fact, I was just in Mount Dora over the weekend. All of a sudden, I see these access points that were never there. You used to have to go all the way down 441 all the way out you know we used to go back and forth to altamont forever apopka was kind of like you know a hub too in some aspects but this is wonderful i mean it's, of course it's going to increase your property values gotcha is the 417 done now is it completely finished do you know um vivian you, you i don't yeah in. i think they're I still think so, yeah. i think they're still doing especially along that route of 46 yeah, right and 46 yeah. but, I, but yeah. I think it's getting pretty darn close oh, yeah. it is oh and i remember 46 back in the day that was just in uh shot now it's like it's expanded the roads have expanded the way they're doing everything i mean yeah. I, 441 is and blown it's almost up. become bumper to bumper to it's get crazy. out there yeah. Yeah, absolutely i can't yeah. believe how much mount dora has grown up so no mm -hmm. it's going to only increase the value Allie and Kissimmee ask, and this is for you, Vivian Lehman. I went on Zillow and saw a house that I really liked. Should mm -hmm. I get my own agent? I believe you should. But yeah, because yeah. I mean, the other option is they just call the agent who has it listed. But should I, should they get their, should Allie get her own agent to actually go show them the property? I I believe it's a good idea to get your own agent. At the same time, we are in a position where we can represent both parties, and we have to be fair to both parties. So it, it's and. It, it, I think it's agent by agent, you know, how can you handle that situation? Peter? You know, the rules specify that, but I'm a firm believer that you need to have your own representation. Yeah. I mean, if you're listing a property and someone comes, I mean, I'd love to take both sides of a listing, trust me, but how can you affect, I mean, you have to be fair. That's absolutely the, the truth and, and ethically we're bound to that. But still, I mean, the seller thinks that you're representing them when you take on a listing. Mm -hmm. right. So really, a buyer should have their own representation. Mm -hmm. If either of you get both sides of the deal, are there any certain steps that you take to make sure you're being fair to both parties? <sighs> yes. Um, I have to, uh, literally, I have to take what one says, send it to the other, and not be biased. And sometimes the, they'll look at you and be like, well, wait a minute, aren't you supposed to be representing me? I said, well, yeah, but... I have to be fair to who's coming to the table and also. And there's certain information that you might get from your seller that you're not going to tell the buyer. Exactly. Right. You have to. I it mean, can get sticky. Yeah. Vivian Lehman, excellent yes. job. Thank you. Peter Fatizi, awesome work. Thanks Thank for you. coming in today, guys. Yeah. You know, Thank you. Always welcome to come back on You Have Real Estate. Would love okay? to. Thank the you The information much. was fantastic. Just in case you missed it on last week's show, let's look at a property that's still available. So this is in the legendary community of Islesworth. This particular home is about 7,000 square feet, listed at 3.75 million. And it's on the water, on Lake Louise. 
which is the name of the street. You, and that is actually the same lake that the Alworth Club is on. So you can actually jump in your boat and be at the club in about two minutes uh, in a boat ride and be at the club. If you have questions about anything you saw today, give us a call, 407-205-0400, or go to the website, youhavepower.com. I'm Justin Clark. I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. If you have a question you would like answered on an upcoming episode of You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark, call 407-205-0400.